Hello and welcome to episode number 85 of the Mess Hall Podcast. This week, Lena and I are diving into some M&Ms. We had a great time doing this. And I hope you've enjoyed our theme song. Sad news, this theme song and our logo are going to go away after this week. I have an exciting new logo, exciting new theme song, a little bit rebranding on the podcast. Have you, you may have been noticing if you've been listening for a while. Lena and I, my wife, have been doing a ton of um, rate and review episodes, which have been a lot of fun for us to do. We've had some awesome guests on. We have some awesome guests coming up. We've let a little magic out of the bag. We've already done some episodes. We have Pocky coming up. That was fun. We have Kit Kats coming up, and we have some British food coming up, which was awesome. We had some great guests during those episodes, so I hope you enjoyed those. And if you like this show, make sure you give it a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you're listening to podcasts. And if you want to get a hold of us, follow us on Twitter at the Mess Hall Pod and send us an email at the Mess Hall Podcast at gmail.com. The Mess Hall Podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB Financial. And this week's episode is brought to you in part by TELUS World of Science in Edmonton, home of the Canadian debut of Marvel Universe of Superheroes, an exhibition that runs through October 19th to February 17th in Edmonton, and features more than 300 artifacts, costumes, props, and interactive elements that bring the Marvel Universe to life. See rare hand-drawn images of iconic heroes such as Superman, Black Panther, and Captain America. It sounds like it's going to be an awesome, awesome event. 2019 marks the 80th anniversary of Marvel, so I hopefully will go to Edmonton and see this. And I enjoy a ton of Marvel stuff. I've watched all the movies. I'm a little bit of a fanboy geek that way. But to buy your tickets, go to tellusworldofscienceedmonton.ca. And if you're coming from outside of Edmonton, there's a hotel deal on the website. This is the only place in Canada right now where you can see this exhibit. Visit tellusworldofscienceedmonton.ca and get your tickets there, and hopefully you have fun and enjoy this exhibition. for being here hi glad to be here glad today we're doing another sweets episode and i'm excited because we have a pile of m&ms in front of us we have a whole bunch of different kinds we're just going to rate it today on taste and texture because there's there is a little bit of smell to them but nothing crazy we're going to get right into the episode here lena has a little bit of history for us so lena what are the what is the history of m&ms all right, like most things, it is a ripoff of Smarties. Smarties actually were around since 1937. Okay. Now the British soldiers ate Smarties because it didn't melt in their in their hands or in their pockets, and they ate them during the Spanish Civil War. Okay. So Horace Mars Senior saw this, and he is the son of the owner of the Mars Company. And when he came home, he started producing M&M's in 1941. And he 
unlike Smarties. Actually, I'm not sure if Smarties got a patent or not, but he did. Oh, okay. Um, and then, really, they mainly sold to the Army first, and for a while they only sold to the Army during World War II. Huh. So now, um, the chocolate, because it was wartime, was Hershey's chocolate. It was used because they controlled the ration chocolate at the time. And the family who owned Hershey was named Murray. So Mars and Murray is where we get M&Ms from. Oh, interesting. Now, in 1949, the slogan, melts in your mouth, not in your hand, was introduced. I read a whole article about it, and it was, it was a pretty long read. And basically, it just says the sugar coating dissolves, and that's why, it, and the chocolate is covered by that, so it doesn't melt in our hand. Okay. And, but if you burn an M&M, the chocolate will melt first before the sugar, the crispy sugar coating. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, so we'll take a break for now, and then I'll get into more history, which is basically around colors. Colors of M&Ms are mostly where what I'm going to talk about. So let's jump into trying some. So we're going to try basically the baseline right here, the original milk yeah. chocolate M&M. It used to be called plain, but... Somewhere along the way, they started calling it milk chocolate. All right. Well, I don't mind. So <laughs> I forget why. <laughs> let's get into this. All right. Classic. It's a good M&M. It's what I grew up on for M&Ms. It's good. It's M&M-ish. <laughs> um, it reminds me again of what you talked about earlier, Smarties. Yeah. Even though I didn't eat the red one last year, I still enjoyed it. <laughs> and, and I didn't try just any color. I just took a handful and just tried them that way. Yeah, I took one bite of one and then one bite of another. And yeah, now I'm kind of curious the difference between M&Ms and Smarties, but that's another, <laughs> that's a whole other episode, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so taste and texture. It was fine. It was a good M&M. Yeah, it's out of five, right? Yeah. All right, let's move on. So I think for me, when I'm grading these, I think we talked about this earlier, off off mic and just like i think having the milk chocolate is going to be the base so if it's going to be better or worse than that so we're, we're going to see so the next one we have is peanut yep, the next classic one yeah so it's a little bit bigger than your traditional small milk chocolate m&ms so let's get into it yeah i like that one it was good um i like the texture of it because i like peanuts i'm a huge peanut fan so that was good for me i also like the taste of it because i'm a big peanut fan so maybe i'm going to be a little bit biased towards the rest of them but we do have some other good flavors that might balance it out a little bit so you know what were your yeah. thoughts on that one it was really peanutty i like that they use a bigger peanut yeah um i found because it's bigger than the plain the milk chocolate one that you can taste more than the sugary coating a little bit better yeah yeah um, you're right about that it's a little less chocolatey of course because there's also peanut um yeah i mean i've always liked peanut better so yeah yeah and, and it's true like i thought the peanut in there you say the peanut came through more than the chocolate so that was nice yeah. the next one we have almond flavored i guess not flavored it's still chocolate flavored but there's almonds inside so we're going from one nut to another so let's give this a try yeah the first thing i noticed about the almond ones is they're a little bit more misshapen than the the peanut ones because there were big ones there were small ones and they were good but i was 
the peanut had so much peanut flavor that I was hoping I'd get more almond flavor from from those ones, but they didn't have as good of an almond flavor as I was expecting. It was almost a little letdown from the peanut. Yeah, the almond was kind of masked. I feel like if they roasted the almond or something, it would have came out a little bit more. But yeah, um, and the but I did like the texture was harder. It was like the almond maybe almonds are harder than peanuts when yeah. I actually think about it. And I kind of like that. You had to like work more to get to it, so it was more satisfying in that way. But yeah, yeah, and you're right. It's it was a little bit. I don't know. I wouldn't even say it was more satisfying. I like the how the peanut broke apart a little bit easier and was more was better in the mouth. It had a better mouth feel than the almond. Yeah. So like we're halfway through already of all of our, pe- our, our M&M tryings. We're going to go into a little bit of color history, I guess. Yeah. And some and some types, different types of M&Ms. We don't have all the types here. We just oh. got it down to six because there's so many types out there. So let's go a little bit more into that, Luna. Okay, so most of the history really is around color, like I already said. In fact, when you go to their website, you can click on each each color. So each spokes candy, you know how they have the animated M&Ms at top. And each spokes candy has their own little bio with a lot of information. My favorite by far was that Blue's turnoff is squares, man. Squares. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, there are many actors, actresses who have voiced these M&Ms, including John Goodman, Phil Hartman. Um, Vanessa Williams, um, J.K. Simmons, to name a few, which kind of surprised me. You don't think you think they can don't have to use M&M money, but <laughs> <laughs> but it, I guess they did. So uh, so I'm gonna go into a l- there. Well, I had to pare it down. So in 1976, the red M&M was replaced with orange because it was shown that red showed shown that red dye number two and number four were carcinogens. And now, M&M's used red dye number 40, but with the fear around red dye, they just got rid of it. But it was reintroduced again in 1987. Okay. Okay, So now, blue won a contest in 1995 to become the new color. I don't know if you remember this. It kind of rang a bell for me. It was all over news, and it was in late-night shows, and... How it won was you had to call and vote. It was you called one eight hundred fun color. <laughs> <laughs> now the green, interesting enough, there is an urban legend that says it's an aphrodisiac, based in the nineteen seventies. So in two thousand and eight, the Valentine ones actually came in green. Oh, nice! <laughs> Just a little fun fact. Um, so yeah, there were so many different colors. They it was in, they were in so many different movies like Shrek 2, Pirates of the Caribbean, Revenge of the Sith. It goes on and on. Um, and of course, um, sorry, I'm going to go into types. There are so many types. There's <laughs> Chili Nut. Oh, that would be a good one. Candy Apple. Ooh. Mexican Jalapeno. Which I think I saw in the States when we were there last. Um, pumpkin spice, hot cross bun, which is kind of different. And, well, and the last one I'll mention, Thai coconut. Now, another fun fact is you can get ones made with certain, where you can submit a photo and get them on your M&M. Like okay. my face on an M&M. <laughs> like Lena M&M. Avery <laughs> M&M. 
term, which a lot of people do for weddings. Oh, hey, that'd be fun. Yeah. And, yeah, let's get back to trying some. Well, I'd like to try the Thai chili out of all those ones you talked about the most. I think that one intrigues me. But the next one we have is a crispy one. I think it's like a rice puff almost. And again, they look a little bit more misshapen than other M&Ms. But it yeah. also looks like they're supposed to be like the same yeah. shape, but stuck together almost. I don't know. I think it's more fun. I yeah. I think it's more fun. Let's give them a try. That was probably my least favorite. They weren't horrible. They were very light and airy, almost like like you'd expect from some rice treat. But the, the texture, it just went away too quick. And the yeah. flavor stays in the mouth. But it doesn't have that original flavor almost. Yeah, it doesn't. It reminded me, of course, of an Easter bunny with the crispy treats in it, which was never really my favorite. Rice no. crispy treats, not really my favorite. And yeah, it just had a kind of bad taste. It just Yeah. Like it just stuck around in the mouth almost. Yeah, and it was more bitter. Yeah, I could see that a little bit of bitterness in there. Yeah. Um it wasn't even a satisfying crunch. It was like kind of like a almost immediate dis- dissolve. It yeah. Di- immediately dissolved. Yeah. yeah. Not my favorite. No, no. But no. the next one we're gonna try is one of the ones that I've been looking forward to all day. Because these, as we know from other podcasts, peanut butter is one of my favorite things ever. Um, mm-hmm. I had a peanut butter sandwich today, and it was the end of the peanut butter. And Lucky Buster, he got the jar. He licked all inside the jar to get all that peanut butter out. So I was kind of jealous of Buster having that much peanut butter. So <laughs> I'm looking forward to these M&M's more than anything else. Uh, as am I. I think part of it for us is we don't get a lot of peanut butter treats because our son is allergic to peanut butter. So for me, I think that makes it almost forbidden, and that's why I like peanuts so much. Yeah. I Yeah, so I'm excited. Let's go. I really like the smoothness of that peanut butter inside. Yeah, yeah. The texture was the, the best texture of yeah. all of them so far. Even though I love crunchy peanut butter more than smooth, I think smooth peanut butter in this works way better than a crunchy would. Yeah. Well, it gives you that softness and the texture with the coating on the M&M's. That's what I really like. Those like really nice contrasts there. Yeah. So it was a good peanut butter treat. It was really melty yeah. almost immediately. Yeah. More than I thought. There wasn't as much crunch as I thought from that I because you would think it would be almost as comparable as the milk chocolate, the crunchy factor, but it was even softer than that. But that that worked for it. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was really good. Good job, M and M's. So the next one is a new flavor, and I'm not saying I'm not excited for this, but not as excited as I was for the peanut butter. Uh, but these look good. Pretty I'm, close for me. Yeah. I'm so going. we do have caramel. And I'm looking forward to it. So let's give it a shot. What do you think of that? It wasn't caramelly enough for me. I, I thought the same. I feel like it should have been salted caramel. Maybe we just got used to so much salted caramel things lately. Yeah. But, and Or I thought it should be more buttery, almost like Werther's or something. But it was really lackluster. Yeah, it, it was. But it was still good. Um, it wasn't bad. I just... Yeah. I, I th- uh, maybe it was in my mind that after having that smooth peanut butter, it'd be a smoother caramel. And it wasn't that 
it wasn't a hard caramel, but it mm. wasn't as smooth as I was expecting it to be. It wasn't as sticky as I expected yeah, it to yeah, be. That's I expected it would be sticky and stuck to your mouth, which is kind of annoying annoying about caramel, but one of its endearing factors at the same time. <laughs> but, yeah. So, recapping, Lena, what was your number three on the, on the M&M scale? The peanut butter. Really? Really? I didn't know you were a monster like that. Um, I, I had almond as number three. Oh, okay. But, yeah, the peanut butter. That's your choice, I guess. What was yeah. number two? I had a tie for first and second. But I'm going to just bump one up based on just my remembrance of it. I'm going to say Almond was number two. Not based on the numbers, but just comparing. Almond was number two. I had Peanut as number two. Hmm. But it was a close number two. My one and two were very close. Okay, so let's jump into it. What was your number one? Peanut butter. Peanut, peanut butter. Mine was Peanut. Yeah. Just classic peanuts. That could have went either way for me, though. Um, yeah. You know, I'm going to do something crazy here. I'm going to have a peanut Ooh. M&M and a peanut butter M&M together and try those, see how they come out together. That was excellent. You get the first smoothness of the peanut butter. Then you get the longevity of the crunchiness of the peanut bumps. So it's like start to finish awesome yeah i tried something different just not because yours didn't sound fantastic but i want to try something different i tried the peanut butter with the caramel and it just canceled each other out and it's really boring <laughs> but when i'm not so full of m&ms and we have all these leftovers i'll probably try your your combination so that's it for our m&ms the candy treat but now we have chocolate bars but first we're going to get into an ad here we're going to get into some some fun facts. And like I said, here's an ad. We're going to take a quick time out from eating some M&Ms to bring you an ad from our friends at the Alberta Forest Products Association. Alberta loves its forests and its shows. In the last 20 years alone, Alberta's forest industry planted and nurtured 2 billion trees. Strategic harvesting is helping slow the spread of the mountain pine beetle. Take that, you scourge of infestation. Oh, <clears throat> And Alberta's forest industry creates enough green energy to power four cities the size of Grand Prairie. If that doesn't power your heart in the process, chances are you need to learn more about your relationship with Alberta's forests. Go to loveabforests.com. I hope you enjoyed that ad, and back to the show. And now we have some fun facts, some tidbits on M&Ms. I'm looking forward to this, because I always like fun facts. <laughs> well... We talked about the peanut butter M&M's, which, of course, remind me of Reese's Pieces. So one fact is that the Mars Company rejected an offer to have M&M's in the movie E.T. So they went to with Reese's Pieces instead. And it said, it's projected that their sales went up 300% Reese's Pieces because of being an E.T. Wow. So, I love Reese's Pieces. Again, talking about peanut butter. So yeah. that's a pretty interesting fact. I think that might be why they've really been in promotions for other movies and stuff. Maybe trying to make up for that. <laughs> but you know what? They're still around. They still have some things going for it. In 1988, in 1981, sorry, it was the first candy in space. Okay. 1984 was the official snack of the Los Angeles Olympics. In 2006, it became the official chocolate of NASCAR. And 
I'm going to throw in my own fun fact. When we were in Vegas, we went to the M&M store and we saw a race car. So that was fun. Did, I think that was Chicago. No, no, it was Vegas. Remember, it was like on the third floor or something at the M&M store? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I was thinking it was Chicago, but I remember we have a picture somewhere of our yeah. son hugging one of the mascots. So, yeah, I just forgot where. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that car, but I saw yeah. a picture of it when I was doing my research. Um, also, I, I, I skipped over this one. It became the official candy of the millennium because huh. M&M, or M-M is the Roman numeral for 2000. So who do they pay for that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it didn't say that. Now this, oh, this I could have delved delved so deep into. It is the official candy of the White House. Huh. Yeah. Since so, it's given out to all guests and guests on Air Force One. And does it have a picture of the president on it? No, it has the the presidential seal on it and the signature of the president. Okay. And it has um. Some stars on it. It has a yellow M&M waving a flag. <laughs> That's a lot of stuff to put on an M&M. Uh, no, sorry. It's on... It comes in a special box. That's the size of a cigarette container. A cigarette package. Because JFK used to give guests cigarettes. And then Reagan, because he was so anti-drug, started giving out jelly beans. And then just after a while became M&Ms. Oh, okay. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I guess I guess there was a little controversy with controversy with Obama. He was given some M and M's with some, mixed in with some trail mix, and I guess it was said he picked out the M and M's and put them aside and just ate the trail mix. <laughs> <laughs> I guess his wife was known for like eat, like eating healthy and yeah, yeah. <laughs> but. Yeah, I thought that was kind of funny. And the Obamas gave them out at, like, Halloween. And I think they gave them out at Easter. But, yeah, the official cool. candy of the White House. That's interesting. And, yeah, that's that's kind of all my, all my facts about it. I mean, those are some. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> they I, were the fun ones. I enjoyed those facts. They were fun. <laughs> official <laughs> snack. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing. Well, now you do. Um, but now we have three chocolate bars. There were so there were a couple other chocolate bars that were out there, but we pared it down to this yeah. these three, and we ha we're going to start off with probably the original yeah. milk chocolate bar. Milk chocolate with minis in it. Oh, I'm getting a little sh sugared up, sugar high. <laughs> Eat some green ones. I heard they're good for you. <laughs> <laughs> it it just tastes like a chocolate bar. A bad chocolate. Like it wasn't the best chocolate. It was really waxy. <coughs> and there was a little bit of crunch to it, like a tiny bit. Almost like I had mentioned the Easter bunnies. Yeah. The, almost like that. And even the quality of some Easter bunnies. Yeah. It, it just tasted like an inside-out M&M milk chocolate M&M. Which I guess is what yeah. they were going for. The next on the list, milk chocolate bar. But this one has almonds in it. I need two pieces to... You can have two pieces, and you had peace of mind. Oh, man, this is a really big bar. <laughs> I thought that was all right. It was a little bit better than the milk chocolate one. It had a little bit of a nutty texture, but I guess I want more. I wanted bigger pieces of almonds. I wanted it to be almost like a fruit and nut bar, kind of, or just any chocolate bar with almonds. Yeah, it was just a nutty feel, not big. I wanted bigger chunks. 
Yeah, so then the last one we have, and this is going to be the final one for the show, we're kind of a little bit on a sugar high. <laughs> I'm very much on a sugar I'm, high. <laughs> I'm going to go... I'm going to go to the pharmacy tomorrow, ask them if they can just get me some insulin. Um, this was a lot of chocolate, but it was fun. It was fun. I got got to admit, it was a lot of taste testing and fun taste testing. Last one we have is the Rice Crisp, the uh, crunchy M&M chocolate bar. Actually, you know, when you, when you read it a little more, it's with mini M&Ms and crisp rice. Yeah. Which I had thought it would have a like an almond... M&M and the other one, and yeah. I kind of thought this was a crispy M&M, but it's M&M's and the crisp rice, just to clarify for our listeners out yeah. there. So, uh, as we always do, we talk about our top three. <laughs> so, so, only three. So, what was your number three here, Lena? Oh, my number three? Like, oh, it was the milk chocolate one. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with you. It was it was fine, but it wasn't, it wasn't the greatest. So, instead of doing Number two, we'll just go Should America's we, Funniest Home Video style. Oh, sorry. Should we talk about the, before we go in our favorite, should we talk about the Rice Crisp one? No. Okay. Well, I'm going to. I'm <laughs> just going to make a co-host executive decision right here. I can do that now that I'm not an unpaid <laughs> intern. That was my favorite. Yeah, I know that. I liked, I don't like Easter bunnies with the Rice Crisp in it. But I did like that. It I, had a I, nice crisp. I agree with you. I thought that was my favorite of the three. Um, it had a nice crisp to it. If I was to eat more of any of these three, I'd like to have that one. Like, I could eat more of that than the other two. I, I just thought it was a more pleasant chocolate bar. Had a better mouthfeel. Had the nice texture in there of the rice crisps. Yeah. And it was way better. You know, we had the M&M candy of the same thing. But I liked it in chocolate bar form better. Yeah. I thought it was just a better chocolate bar than the candy. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. So that's pretty much our episode. Again, thanks for listening. Thanks for putting up with us. If you have any comments, please feel free to leave them. Send me an email at themesshallpodcast at gmail.com. If you have ideas for us, definitely drop a line. We're always looking for fun ideas to taste, try the new thing. Um, I think next time we're going to have a guest on, so I'm excited yeah, for that. Yeah. And, um, yeah, follow us on Twitter at The Mess Hall Pod and follow us on Facebook at The Mess Hall Podcast because there's no T in there because we're ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> and now that you're a co-host, it's not just be, me being ridiculous. You get thrown into that, too. Am I a co-host or a co-host? Co-host. Oh, I got a T <laughs> at the end? Yes, you do get that T. <laughs> Okay, and thanks for listening. This has been fun. Uh, This is us signing off. I'm Avery. I'm Lena. Thanks for listening.